0: Welcome to the Port City Students Podcast. My name is Jeff, and I'm the high school coordinator here at Port City, and I'm with a couple friends today. I always call them my friends, but I I never confirm that they actually are my friends. Um, Sass, are you my friend? I'll be your friend today. (laughs) Today. You want to introduce
1: yourself? I'm Sass. I'm the family ministry pastor at uh, (laughs) Port City uh, Community Church, and um, super fun times hanging out with friends like Jeff and Anna.
0: And today's our first college student. Let's go. Hello,
2: my name is Anna. Um, I am a rising senior at UNCW. And I am from Wilmington, so yeah, I'm happy to be here.
0: And you're also an intern.
2: I am. With tsunami, right? I am an intern um, with the middle school ministry here at the church. So. Okay, so tell people,
1: awesome. like, what does that mean? What, like, what does oh what being an intern meant What does to that you? mean? Wow. Like, both practically and, like, in your heart.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, so I kind of oversee uh, more of the social media, so the Instagram for um, Tsunami um, and everything. So I do their stories and their posts and everything, and I get to work closely with this staff and the other interns and really just developing relationships with students. And I also do lead an eighth grade girls group. So that's been awesome.
0: What's your, what's your favorite part of either, like just being a part of Tsunami as a whole, whether it's leading your group or being an intern mm-hmm. or?
2: I just love middle schoolers. I think they're just the coolest. I think they have so much potential. And I also just really love that stage of life and the awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really awesome. I just, I love them. They're great.
0: Yeah, I love how middle schoolers are, like, they're, like, old enough to, like, have a lot of fun, but they're not too old yet that they think they're, like, too cool for stuff. Oh, so, yeah. like, they're, like, the best <laughs> age because, like, whenever it comes to games and stuff like that, you like, will pretty much do whatever. So, you like can always have a blast with a bunch of middle schoolers. <laughs> if you're a middle yeah. schooler
1: and you're listening, Jeff, just reminded you, you are not too cool for stuff. Okay? Yeah, exactly. You are not.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> give it a, give it a couple of years, right? <laughs> but you grew up Sorry. in student ministries here, right? I
2: did. I have gone through Treasure Island. I've gone through Tsunami. I've gone through Ripple Effect, and now I'm in Overflow. So I've gone through the You've whole done the thing. Track. I'm yeah.
0: <laughs> That's so cool. So what? Uh, How did you first end up at Port City?
2: So my mom and I actually started going to Port City when it when it was in the Roland Grice Auditorium. So a long time ago. Um, And I remember I just used to cry when my mom used to take me to Sunday school. Um, And, like, we knew we needed something different coming from our old church. Um, And so got plugged into Treasure Island, and she started volunteering, and, yeah, that's what happened.
0: That's so cool. And, and you just kind of followed the track up and like went to Tsunami, like stayed plugged into yeah. everything pretty much the whole time because mm-hmm. I knew you whenever you were a senior mm-hmm. and junior in mm-hmm. Ripple Effect, right? Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. So this is going to be kind of a different episode for those of you who listened before. Um, I know normally we have middle school or high school students on. Um, but we thought it'd be cool to bring Anna on and just talk to her what it's like, what it's been like kind of moving through Port City, but also um, like what her faith was like in high school and middle school and what were the things you wish you knew um, and then what going to college was like. So um, I think regardless of where you're at, like even if you're not a senior, you're not going to college or whatever uh, next year, I think this will still be really helpful conversation for you. Because um, you're to, eventually going to get there. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and, and hopefully this will <laughs> kind of apply across the board. Right. And not just whenever you're going. So um so i guess like when in that track like from being in treasure island all the way Mm -hmm. to like overflow when would you say like your relationship with christ like really started
2: yeah for sure um so in tsunami i knew who jesus was and i wanted a relationship with him but i was always just kind of like riding the struggle bus on that a little bit (laughs) i was just kind of like i know who god is and i want a relationship with him but it was always so just like Borderline. Like it was always so, like, just kind of going through the motions and, you know, just very surface level. Um, it wasn't until high school. So the junior year I went to Fuse Camp. Um, Jesus just really, like, sparked something in my heart. I can't explain it. I have tried to explain it and I really just can't. <laughs> but um, God just, like, really stirred in my heart that week. And just ever since then, I've just been on fire for the Lord. Um, And just ever since after that Fuse Camp, just everything flowed from that, so, yeah.
0: That's so cool. Um, So, like, I think a lot of people can relate to Faith being, like, surface level Mm -hmm. um, for a while. Like, I feel like everyone goes through a phase like that. Like, like, why do you think it was that you kind of got stuck there for a while?
2: Yeah, I think I have struggled with a lot of anxiety and depression and um, just a lot of mental health things um, in the past. And, you know, just, like, trying to you know, be the greatest person I can be in order for people to accept me. Mm. Um, so I think a lot of the times going through high school, middle school, I was looking for other people's affirmation, other people's acceptance and not looking for God's acceptance. Mm.
0: Yeah. And I think fun it's funny because like it's one of those things where like, you like as soon as you're in Christ you get God's acceptance right and like that's like that's a fact but I think it's so easy whenever you play that game with Mm -hmm. people to play that game with God too because you're like God do you really accept me Mm -hmm. like do you really Mm -hmm. like forgive me and love me even though I'm so messed up or whatever you know it's like so easy to play that game you know regardless of of where you're at on it so how and I'm so curious to like talk to someone who's down the road that's had a, did you have the same small group leader? Like what, how many small group leaders have you had in this time period?
2: So I had the same small group leader in Tsunami. I was always very in and out of small group in Tsunami. If I'm going to be honest, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but like
1: honest, <laughs> um,
2: ripple effect. I did have the same small group leader all four years. Sierra Barnes, shout out to her. Love her so much. Um, her and Alyssa Kenzie were absolutely incredible. Um, they really just encouraged me in my walk with the Lord and they were awesome. So yeah.
0: so, th- so that's kind of whenever, I guess that's also like kind of see where things like picked up and really got mm-hmm. serious was there in high school for and sure. like how much role, how much of a role did your small group leader play in that?
2: Oh my gosh, so much. She would just always like check up on me and call me and FaceTime me and meet me up for coffee and she'd always go to Fuse Camp with us every summer. So she was just incredible. That's all I really gotta say
0: about it. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I think that's in, that's important for small group leaders to hear, just like how impactful they they are in students' lives, um, even down the road. Like, and do you still like do you still ever talk to her? Like, I do. Her? Yes, yeah. I do all the time. That's so, so cool. Um, all right, so tell me about high school. What was high school like for you?
2: High school was hard. Um, I kind of like I was saying, like the first two years, I kind of was going through the motions with everything. Um, and it really wasn't until junior year where I really started actively following Jesus. Um, so my first two, year, two years of high school were pretty hard. Um, I got in a pretty bad relationship with a boy and um, was trying to find my identity in that and my identity in just earthly things. Um, but junior year and senior year were, it was they were awesome. I really got plugged into ripple effect here. Um, was on student leadership team. Good times. Um, so that was that was awesome. Um, yeah, senior year was awesome. It was great.
0: That's cool.
1: Now, when you say it was awesome, it was great. Like, mm-hmm. tell us, like, what is that? What did that mean for yeah. you? Not just sort of practically, but really spiritually. Like, what did that mean for mm-hmm. you? And kind of the way you were thinking, mm-hmm. kind of your, your heart, all that stuff. What was great about it?
2: Um, I just really started to realize my identity in God and what that looked like and every day I would wake up and remind myself I am a child of God like I am here for a purpose I am at Hogarth High School for a reason and just like having that mindset and having that heart change was really just like incredible like that's when it really just started changing for me and the gear started changing so
0: so you talked about you talked a little bit about like anxiety and depression and mental Mm -hmm. stuff like were you still struggling with that stuff in the midst of of that and if so what was Mm -hmm. that like?
2: Yeah, for sure. I still struggle with it to this day. Yeah. Um, so dealing with that and following Jesus, that's you know, it's it's hard. It's a struggle. Um, but scripture has so much to say about that, and just diving into the word and learning what God has to say about that is really where I found peace in that.
0: That's cool. Um, all right, so if you could go, so we're gonna do we're gonna I'm gonna ask you in two different places. Like if you could go back and tell your uh, high school self something or maybe I should ask you middle school self first even oh though I gosh. didn't tell you to prepare for that <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> if you could go back and tell your middle school self something what would it be
2: middle school self wow Um you know like it's okay to be a little weird it's okay to be <laughs> yourself like it's okay to have the things that you like to do and don't let other people tell you what to do or this is right and this is wrong Like, yes, like you need to get good grades and you need to do the right things. But also, like, don't ignore the passions that God has stirred in your heart. So.
0: Yeah, it's so funny because I feel like you don't really like there's some things that people think are like, nerdy or weird mm-hmm. or not cool in middle school <laughs> yeah. and it's like the older you get like the more you realize especially when you get to college i think that like oh there's other people that love this stuff like mm-hmm. whatever it is like yeah. whether it's like reading or video games or mm-hmm. a band or like whatever it is like you that's one of the great things about college is you get there and you're like oh my gosh like there's other people that yeah, love the things that i love sure. it's not weird at all um so getting to own that i think mm-hmm. is, is great
2: yeah
0: all right so what about high school
2: i actually had something written down um So, I think in high school, it was just such a crucial time for me to know that nothing outside of who I am in Christ is going to make me, quote unquote, like, cool or popular. Like, yes, like, going to shopping or buying nice things. Like, yeah, that's cool. Okay. But what matters most is, like, your identity in God. And I think, too, like, high school, it's not everything that happens is it's not the end of the world your grades don't define you like yes it is important to get good grades and to strive to do that but it doesn't define you and it's not the end of the world if you get a bad grade
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think uh, uh, and I, th- I feel like all this kind of like the common thread that I hear is like all this stuff kind of goes back to like your identity mm-hmm. and who you are and allowing whether it's grades or like hobbies and interests mm-hmm. or friends or like clothes or whatever it is like define you rather than god and it, mm-hmm. it's like like the core of that is an identity problem with it for which sure. i think everyone struggles with and for a lot of us like i i would say and i don't know if you th- if you think this is true or not Sass, but for for me at least like i've seen the majority of my my problems and like um, whenever it comes to internal things, not necessarily mm-hmm. external things, but a, most of them stem from an identity problem, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. from seeing myself as something I'm not I'm not, or trying to be something that I'm not, um, rather than allowing Christ to define me.
1: I think, too, and Anna, I, I, I'd be curious to your perception on this. It's also a um, trying to figure out performance problem mm-hmm. because there's just such pressure put on, you know, y- all of us at an early age to perform mm-hmm. in whatever way shape or form, got to perform in school, got to perform in yeah. sports, got to perform at home. I mean, all of that. And so it, your identity is so, so tied to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, like, did you feel kind of uh, a pressure to have to perform in certain ways? And, and how mm-hmm. has your kind of embracing your identity in Christ
2: mm-hmm.
1: changed that struggle for you? Yeah,
2: for sure. Um, so I played almost three sports in high school um i played lacrosse i rode horses and i did a little bit of cross country so i was all over the place and i kind of was at a point where i was worshiping those things i was like this is my identity this is like what i need to do like i need to get good grades like i have two learning disabilities so i was always trying to like you know like do better than everyone in the classroom i had to do the extra time in and out of the classroom so i was at a point where i was worshiping those things but when I had that heart change and that mindset change, like it completely just like changed my life and, you know, just like having that um, love in Christ and that identity foundation in Christ, like you really realize like where your heart is.
1: Yeah. And and hopefully what it did for you is it it released you from the need to perform for sure. Right. it's almost like you can receive God's grace in a different way and build your Mm -hmm. identity based on who who he is. Has made you to be and who you Mm -hmm. are growing into, instead of how good you are, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What grade you get, you know, whatever that performance is. But I I think the two of those are really tied together.
0: Yeah. So how do you think, like, because I feel like there can be a tension there, because like. The thing you don't want to do is like... Because I'm, th- I'm thinking out loud right now, by the way. So uh, the Always thing fun. You, <laughs> the thing you don't want to do is like say, well, I don't get my identity from these things, so they don't matter, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. worry about it. Right? But the thing you... But there, there's the other side where it's like you don't want them to rule you so much that mm-hmm. when you make a mistake or you don't do great or whatever else that it crushes you. So like, how do you manage that tension? Two things come to mind for me. One is where
1: Paul says, whatever you do in Word or D, do it all for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And so an understanding that if you, if you embrace that identity in Christ, you're called to do it for the glory of God. So it's mm-hmm. not do it to get the A or do it for to sure. be the best, right? You got to do it for the glory of God. So those things do matter.
0: Mm-hmm. in right, your life. Right. It's a mm-hmm.
1: reflection of what God's doing in you. And then the other thing that I just want to encourage you know teenagers all the time is um, God wants you to do and be your best, but you don't always have to do and be the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the subtle difference that you know I think high school culture, probably college culture too pushes everybody. you mm-hmm. got to be the best, you got to be the For best, sure. you got to be the best. In whatever category there's one yeah. the best and then there's the rest of us mm-hmm. right right mm-hmm. And so everybody <laughs> falls short. Right. So mm-hmm. just recognize, you have to just do your best and, yeah. and do what you can do to the glory of God. To me, that's how I kind of manage that tension and hope you know th- other people can do the same and, and that's helpful. Yeah, and everybody's
0: best looks different, yeah. especially in the that's different right. categories because exactly. some people are going to be great at some things right. and are not great yeah. at others. And that's Absolutely. just, like, you sure. can't be great at everything. And I, I think it's so hard because like colleges and jobs, they want like the most well-rounded, like, you know, I was in 16 clubs, <laughs> in the honors program, everything else. And that's it's right. like, man, like, I think that contributes a lot to, to probably the anxiety that, that mm-hmm. lots of students hundred percent hundred percent like I have to be good at everything you got it nobody yeah. is no yeah, one, right
1: nobody sure is. and and the quicker you can let go of that yeah the better you'll be for sure. yeah
0: for yeah. sure so um, moving to college like mm-hmm. going um, going from from high school like with all your friends that you mm-hmm. knew and I guess you stayed in town yeah so you you didn't <laughs> lose everyone but still like it was definitely mm-hmm. like a life a big life shift like Mm -hmm. what was that like going into college like with your faith and um you know moving from ripple effect to overflow and like having i don't know just like what what was that like going into going into college as a christian
2: um so like i said i'm at uncw and it was really funny because i did not want to come here i was ready to get out of wilmington and i had paid my housing deposit and everything for ecu and I was, like, so set on going there. And then that night, I, like, got in bed and, like, something felt something fell off. I was, like, God, like, this doesn't feel right. And so I prayed. I was, like, Lord, I just pray that, like, you just give me provision and you just show me where I need to go. And the next day, I was originally spring mission for UNCW. And the next day, the whatever lady called me and she was, like, hey, like, would you want to, like, come for the fall instead of the spring? And I was, like, <laughs> okay, God. <laughs> All right, this is where I need to go. So, coming into uncw i was stubborn and i had a hard head on my shoulders and i was like i don't want to be here no, 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 no. I, So i like, <laughs> walked around like that and i think for a while i finally kind of adjusted and i was living in the dorms and everything and for a while i was kind of like not like ministry shopping but i was kind of like you know going around to each little place like crew and ruf like on campus stuff yeah on campus ministries and like i knew i wanted to get plugged into something and I just prayed that um, God would just show me where I needed to get plugged in um, and just like coming into college with my faith like it's so easy to sacrifice your relationship with God for a reputation and I think that's kind of where I was at first I was like I was like setting like a reputation before myself with people I hadn't even met yet because I was like about to go in like sorority recruitment and I was like okay well I have to do this and this and this and like talking about things that like aren't who I am and I think it's like so important to like have that foundation and that relationship in God when you go into college because that is really going to like flow from everything else like that's what defines you like not other people's opinions and not classes or grades or anything else like that
0: was it did you feel any like any like whenever it came to staying like at port city and in the town Mm -hmm. that you grew up in and in the church you grew up in like was that weird at all
2: it was a little bit but it was also like felt like i wasn't back in high school kind of like it was a totally different environment i was living on my own and i still had my friends that had stayed here from high school and everything so i had them and another thing i just really learned is you're not gonna meet your best friends right away like you are gonna meet a lot of people but you know don't be best friends with every single person you meet because you will spread yourselves too thin for sure
0: how big a role did like the people you meet like you talked about like sorority and like trying Mm -hmm. trying to like like define yourself through these people again like how big a role Mm -hmm. did the people you put yourself in like play and who you've become and who you are now
2: yeah oh my gosh huge like such a huge um impact on my life um community is such an important thing in college um because you're surrounded by so many people like you walk by people your age every single day and I think that's such a blessing because you have such an influence on every single person you meet. Um so I think it is so important just to surround yourself with people who have the same belief as you, who have Jesus in their heart, who are going to encourage you to um walk in your faith and everything. So
1: That's cool. I got to say something here. Yep. <clears throat> something that I say often if my children are listening to this they're going to roll their eyes um but you just said it Anna your friends will determine the quality mm-hmm. and direction of your life for sure that's something that I heard you know 20 years ago Andy Stanley a pastor mm-hmm. in Atlanta said it and they shared a lot at conferences with teenagers but it's so true your friends will determine the quality and direction of your mm-hmm. life and you just described that second thing I love what you said a minute ago when you said I started to think about and say things that weren't who I am mm-hmm. And the ability to recognize that mm. and not keep going down that road mm-hmm. is huge. And it, you, you certainly get smacked at the face, you know, in the face with <laughs> yeah. it in the face within college, but I think you do in high school too. Oh yeah. You know, you get in these little circles of friends, and all of a sudden you start saying things and thinking about things and talking about things, mm-hmm. and you deep down know they're not who you are. Yeah. But you just don't have the strength yeah.
0: to, to put it on brakes. and and mm. that's a struggle. Well, and I think what we do is like the people around you set the bar like the people mm-hmm. around you set the bar for for like it's it's what you're saying but like the people around you set the bar for what you're okay with and who you become so like mm-hmm. whenever whenever you surround yourself with people who do X, X Y, and Z <coughs> excuse me it feels like Everyone does that. And I think that's the phrase I often hear with students uh, whenever they're doing something that's not great. It's like, well, every, everybody does that. Like everybody's like that. Like everybody, it's like, no, like they're not. Like, everybody like, in your current yeah, little circle of seven exactly. does that. Everyone yeah. you surrounded yourself with does that. Um, and it's so funny because it, it sets the bar for what's okay even whenever we don't realize it because mm. you will be fully convinced. I was fully convinced. I went to ECU. Um, and i was fully convinced that everyone around me did the things that i was doing and lived the way that i was living and whenever stuff started to fall apart i couldn't figure out how everybody else was okay mm-hmm. because they because i thought everyone was the same as me so it's funny how like how you get so like you surround yourself with people and then you get tunnel vision and it's like this is mm-hmm. the way everyone lives and i have to be this way too and um, so being able to like see that and pull yourself out of it is is incredible, or like it, it that can be a, a great thing or it can be a terrible thing. Because if mm-hmm. the people setting the bar around you are people walking with Jesus, yep, that's right, that's beautiful, like that's, that's right. awesome. Yeah. And that what that does is it it enables you to be around people who aren't necessarily walking with Jesus and be an influence that's on right. them rather oh, than yeah. them influencing you, mm-hmm. which is huge and really what we're called to do in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, So what's the whole, like, how's, like, the becoming a senior in college Mm -hmm. and thinking about the end of college and all that?
2: Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. I feel like I just started college, like, two days ago. Um, (laughs) It flies by, so take every little moment for granted. Um, I think going into senior year, I'm just – I kind of like had a word for my senior year. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a year where I just celebrate and you probably like celebrate what like, yes, you're graduating. That's a thing to celebrate for. But I think just like having a mindset and like having a heart of just like celebrating like every single little moment that God puts in front of me. Um, and just like celebrating like where I'm at. Like I had a lot of friends that just graduated. I'm like, Oh, that sucks. Like they're leaving. Like I'm going to miss them. But like I'm celebrating for them. And like, that's just incredible and so just like having that mindset and just you know it is gonna be scary like finding a big girl job and possibly moving away but i'm just confident that and god's walking right next to me so
0: i I love the idea of like of of celebrating stuff because i think one thing my parents have really taught me is like you have to celebrate the small stuff and the big stuff so like small accomplishments celebrate them because they're a big Mm -hmm. deal like even though you don't realize it and your biggest accomplishments are nothing but an accumulation of small ones right like your bachelor's degree is nothing but accumulation of classes Mm -hmm. and classes and classes but uh but also like celebrating others Mm -hmm. like i i went through i went through a season recently where like it was really easy to look at the people around Mm -hmm. me who like got opportunities or like a chance to do something that I wanted to do and be like frustrated or like almost like want them to fail. Like, Oh, uh, like, I hope they screw up. up. (laughs) Uh, But I, I recognize that. Um, and like, just made this decision like i'm going to be for other people like yeah, i really want to be for other for people sure. like when i see someone accomplish something even if it's the thing i want to accomplish i'm going to celebrate them <laughs> yeah and like and it's just mm-hmm. a total game changer like it when is. it comes to your relationship with people and the way you look at them mm-hmm. um you got any more questions about college high school anything? head i don't think so i think <laughs> she's covered most of it <laughs> Um, all the important stuff at least, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So last question. What has this whole like quarantine situation been like for you as far as like life and faith and friends and all that's concerned? Yeah. It's a really big question.
2: It's definitely been a little tough just because I am a people person. I am an extrovert. So I get my energy from other people um, and not being around my friends and community and having overflow and delight and everything has been tough. But technology has been a blessing, <laughs> even though you know, there's bad things about technology. Um, It has been a blessing to be able to do Zoom calls and FaceTime calls with my friends and my family and everything. Um, I have been, you know, going through some stuff with my family and just some personal stuff that has really just been a pothole in the middle of the road. But, you know, like everything happens for a reason and God is in this season and I'm confident that coming out of this season is it's going to be great. So,
0: that's awesome and if you don't know overflow is our college ministry here at port city and delight is a women's ministry on campus yeah right?
2: delight is uh, all women's ministry on campus so.
0: that's awesome um well do you have any questions for us before we go
2: i don't think so okay sweet
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think We're not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today thank you coming. oh my coming gosh around. thanks for having me oh totally totally it was awesome to have you um i'm excited for people to listen to it um as always subscribe if you haven't subscribed so you can see whenever we post a new episode um leave us a review five stars only please (laughs) you can be honest but leave us a review um and if you have any topics or uh questions or things like that that you want to hear about um shoot us a message on ripple effects instagram or tsunami's instagram um ripple effects is at pc3 ripple effect and tsunamis is at you know it, you manage At it.
2: At PC3ILMTsunami, I think that's what it is. I think it's They'll find underscore.
0: it. Underscore. They know how to find it. <laughs>
2: yep, that's right.
1: <laughs> what yeah. is an
0: underscore anyway? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys uh, for hanging out with us today. We will be back next week with another episode.
2: Bye, guys. <laughs>